0: Hello, and welcome to Monco on the Move podcast. I am Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College.
1: And I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. Hello, Molly. So, Jared. Yes.
0: One of the greatest things about our college is its commitment to student success in and out of the classroom. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There have been so many numbers of students who have gone on to have tremendous careers following the launch they had here at the college.
1: That's right. And... One way many students can start their launch, if you will, Mm -hmm. is through our dual enrollment program. So this program allows students 15, the age of 15 and older who are still in high school, to take both campus-based and online college courses here at Montgomery County Community College. And the credits they earn are transferable to four-year institutions. And so classes are offered in the evening, weekends, and during the summer. So it's an amazing opportunity for students that want to get a jump start.
0: How did I not know about this when I was in high school?
1: I could kick myself because (laughs) I I totally would have done this. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. I, I just don't know why I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so today our guest is proof that the dual enrollment program is the perfect way to get a head start on college education. His name is Leo Serini, and he just received and get this, his associate's degree in liberal studies from the college before he even finished high school. Amazing. Yes. And just by days now. But I know. Still.
1: Right. So not only is Leo a college graduate, but yes. he's also the president of the class. Oh, wow of 2022 at phoenixville high school as well as the captain of the track and cross country teams at the school as well he is headed to the college of william and mary as a james monroe scholar this fall but before that he stopped by to tell us a little bit about his journey thus far
0: so without further ado uh please welcome leo serini hey leo Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. good. How, are how are you?
2: Good. Great. I just <laughs> want to, before we do anything else, thank you both for having me on. I'm really looking forward to talking with you both. Sure.
0: Amazing. Uh, so tell us about yourself. I'm excited about this.
2: You guys actually did a pretty good introduction <laughs> there, um, covered a lot of it. Um, I guess I'll take it from the top. My name's Leo Serrini. Mm-hmm. I'm 18. I just graduated from Phoenixville Area High School. As was mentioned, I was the senior class president this past year. I've been pretty deeply involved with the cross-country and track teams. Uh, besides that, um, the Model UN Club, I held leadership positions in that uh, my junior and senior years. Um, I was a member of the National Honor Society, and I participated in Phantom TV, which is our school district's uh, TV station, which students are involved with since eighth grade. I was um, a news anchor and a reporter with that for a while. And that's just in school, out of school and one thing I did was from eighth and ninth grade, I participated on a group that researched the effects that early school start times were having on Phoenixville students. And we came up with recommendations to, that we gave to the school board as to how we could alter the school times to um, remedy some of those negative effects. Then after that, uh, group gave our presentations and recommendations. I independently lobbied the school board to make sure that our recommendations were put into effect. That was successful, and we pushed back the start times. Wow. I was also the co-founder of the youth division of Andrew Yang's 2021 New York City mayoral campaign. So
0: So I just have to ask about the start times real quick. Sure. What what time did it go from to?
2: From 7.27 a.m. to 8.05 a.m.
0: That's substantial. Hey. That's Every amazing. Yeah,
2: i benefited from it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! I uh, know.
0: I just I'm so impressed by such a you know young person, young people who are advocates and who make change. I, that's very impressive.
1: And for our listeners, Leo has amazing hair. I just gotta say, like <laughs> someone true. who has hair envy myself. <laughs> great hair. Great hair. Yes. All right. So oh, nice you've accomplished so much in a short amount of time, and I have no doubt that you'll continue on this journey of accomplishment. But one that we want to talk about is how did it feel to earn a college degree even before you graduated
2: high school? It was a lot of different feelings. First of all, it was just nice. It's good being able to dress up in graduation regalia and all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I think that a large part of it was, I think that being able to get the degree was less a function of some grand talent that I have or Einsteinian intelligence, more just <laughs> the opportunities I had and being aware that I had those opportunities right. in the first place. My mom, she used to work at Monco. And a few years ago, she gave me the idea like, hey, if you're bored over the summer, you can take some dual enrollment courses, hmm. you know, stuff you enjoy. Why not? And then later on in the, my high school, she was like, hey, you're racking up a lot of AP credits, And if you just take a few more courses in Monco, you're setting yourself up to get this degree. So it was really, more than anything, I feel fortunate to be aware of that this was an option because I just don't think that a lot of people are. And I'm definitely not the only person who's able to do this. So I think that I feel lucky more than anything just knowing that I was set up um, by my mom, also by Phoenixville, the school districts. They offer a lot of AP credits to challenge us and that was a big part of the degree, uh, transferring credits over from that I earned from AP to Monco. So um, it's a nice feeling, but it would be wrong to say that it's all because of me or all because I'm the greatest student of all time. I think a lot <laughs> of it was just being in a position where I was set up to succeed and having the environment and people around me to push me to my potential, which I'm thankful for.
0: No, it, it's um, just really nice to hear. Not everyone has necessarily parents who are aware of what's going right, on, right? And right. you were you were lucky and fortunate, right, to have someone who had worked here and kind of knew how that worked and was able to kind of piece those pieces together of AP plus this is going to potentially get you an associate's degree. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's nice to hear that you had that opportunity. Um, so tell us a little bit about what it was like taking your first college class here.
1: It
2: was...
0: What was it? it?
2: It was, I think it was Speech 110, Speech and Communications 110 with Professor Donlin. I took it mm-hmm. the summer going into my freshman year as an in-person class. So I my grandmother, she'd drive me to campus. <laughs> and it, it was a kind of, I was probably nervous going into it because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm going into the military or anything. There wasn't some mortal fear. But you're you're going in with people you don't know in an environment you're unfamiliar with. but once I got involved with everything, all my so- concerns got soothed quickly. It was a very – the environment that both the class and the professor created was very welcoming. I didn't feel like I was going to be treated any differently because I was a little 14-year-old or whatever it was. And it was just – I felt very one with the rest of the group. So after a while, it, it didn't even feel like I was special in any different way. I was just another classmate and a very – like interesting group of people. I enjoyed my time with them a lot.
0: That's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So why do you think that once you got started in the dual
2: enrollment program, why do you think it works so well for you? I think that for one, I'm a naturally just curious person and I like learning about things. And high school isn't able to cater to every academic interest I may have. Um, there are there may be some classes that just aren't offered Or There may be some topics that maybe do get covered in high school but not in great depth. For example, Phoenixville, we offer AP Psychology, but it's a survey course, and we cover a lot of different items but not very deeply at all. So if there's a specific aspect of psych I was interested in, I wasn't really able to get a uh, full-depth experience. So that's where Monco really came in. It was just Mm -hmm. supplementing interests that I have and also things that maybe Phoenixville weren't able to offer. Um, For example, I took – on the psychology side of things, I took an industrial and organizational psych class and an abnormal psych class. And that was just cool because with IO psych, I was able to um, apply what I learned um, from that class into my role as a captain on the uh, track and cross country teams. And with abnormal psych, that's an area of interest for me and something Mm. just career-wise I've thought, oh, maybe I can do something with this. So I was able to, instead of just having to think about it, Uh, what would this be like? I could really get experience learning it, see what it's like. And it's helpful, especially when I'm thinking about college, what I want to major in, having these prior experiences that help guide me. Okay, this is something interesting. Maybe this isn't something I want to do. So it was a big, big, big opportunity having the resources offered by an entire college at my disposal. And I did a lot of my classes in the summer, where I wasn't really pressed by anything else. So more than anything, it was for fun. It was just I was interested in something. I wanted to do it, and I was able to do it. And, again, I'm very thankful for that.
0: I love when what you learn in the classroom is applicable in real life. Yeah. It just makes your whole kind of world a little bit more colorful, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I I think that's a testament of the educators that we have as well. Sure. Because if they're able to get through to you – that you can apply what we're going to yeah, teach absolutely. you into real life experiences or leading a team or, mm-hmm. you know, going out into an industry. That really tells me that, um, you know, our, we have a good yeah. quality. Well, I know we have good quality yeah. educators yeah. here, but and that's, mu- that's yeah. the power of it, right?
0: And how, how much easier is it, to than to write your paper or yeah, your right. do your final, yeah. right? Because yeah. you're it's now tying into yep. what you're doing. Yeah. The yep.
2: professors I had always, they put a focus on, it was more than just – they weren't just here to get paid or anything. You could tell that they were interested in what they were teaching, that they cared about it. And within the classrooms too, they put a focus on fostering a community as much as possible. A lot of the classes I took were online and the professors were still adamant about like, I'm going to post a picture of myself, give you a bio. I'm going to ask the class to you know, tell us about themselves. So they are really putting an effort to make sure that this isn't just know a bunch of people coming together and not interacting they wanted there to be some community there and that's something that I really appreciated about being with Monco. the experiences I had the interactions I had with faculty they weren't they felt genuine and they felt warm and the people who I met were genuinely good and that's something that I'm appreciative of because it definitely made me want to continue and it was just a valuable part of the experience for me.
0: It's great to hear. Mm -hmm. So the College of uh, William and Mary. Yes. Down in Virginia, Virginia yeah, yep. mm-hmm. so where you're headed this fall. Um, so you've been named a James Monroe Scholarship uh, recipient. What does that mean, and what are you hoping to study there at William and Mary?
2: So to be named a Monroe Scholar, you have to be—you're considered to be within the top 10 percent of the incoming class. I don't know how that's decided, but I guess I'm just that special. But <laughs> um, regarding the perks that come with being... A Monroe scholar, Um, a lot of it's research oriented, so you get certain funding to help you if you want to get together with faculty, and you get you can get a stipend to research over the summer, or if you have an internship that's unpaid or underpaid, um, they can help supplement that. Um, There's special housing that you get, uh, so Monroe, Monroe scholars have the opportunity to live with one another. Really, just the vibe I get is that it's trying to connect students who may be interested in being involved with faculty or other. I guess, studious students to just make sure that there's a community that can be facilitated from there. And William & Mary, they are pretty big on undergraduate research. They have graduate schools, but maybe not to the extent that other major institutions do. So they do put a lot of focus on making sure that undergrads are able to research. And that is a large part of what it means to be a Monroe Scholar, just being given the both financial and personal resources that you need to, if you have an interest, Go in depth with it. Uh, That's being a Monroe Scholar, just in terms of what I'm interested in. I'll probably end up majoring in, double majoring in government and public policy. Hmm. Uh, There's a big asterisk on that because, like, maybe that'll change. But I have always been interested in politics and government for a while. So that's just an area I naturally fell into.
1: Cool. So looking back at the last four years of high school and your time at Monco, what are some final thoughts you can leave with us?
2: <laughs> I, I guess the first preface is that I'm almost like so close to being removed from it that it hasn't fully settled in yet. I remember on grad night, I was thinking, oh, it's a Friday. Oh, it's seven o'clock. Oh, I'm graduating high school and all in like very matter of fact terms. But I think that especially considering COVID, I feel happy that I was able to have the the resources I did and I guess, the mentors and the guiding factors that I did, because I think, especially for young people, the past two years have been very easy to lead you astray and go down Mm -hmm. a wrong path. And I think that for a variety of reasons, I was able to stay on a good course. And I think that, in a way, just being able to get this degree is a large showing of that. I feel fortunate that I set up and that I have a life where I was able to take these opportunities and have the ability to... And as I reflect on the past four years, I'm just happy that I, I feel like my future's in a stronger standing. And obviously all that's going to figure itself out with time. But like considering what a high schooler can do to set themselves up for the next 60, 70 years of life, I think that I did have opportunities and I was able to take them. And I think that I'm in a stronger spot for them. And I'm happy that Monco is able to be part of that because that's – I'd say, one of the keystones of the entire process for me.
0: Well, and you've capitalized on resources so well, and you're just getting through high school. Mm-hmm. So I know Jared and I are looking at each other. We have no doubt that you are going to continue to excel in your college career and Absolutely. beyond that, because that's one of the, the hacks to life.
1: <laughs> and, and, Leo, I think you're ahead of the game, and mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Uh, you know, college can be very quick, but... Um, But it's also could be very expensive for a lot of people. And so you taking advantage of an opportunity like our dual enrollment program is beneficial in so many ways and Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that you had a meaningful experience with Montgomery County Community College I send you congratulations on earning your associate's degree of course your high school diploma and I know that you'll do some amazing things at the College of William and Mary so thank you again for your time special thanks also to our sound recording and music technology students John O'Connell and Stephen Cush who produced today's show
0: and thank you for listening to monco on the move podcast check back soon to hear more stories from our monco family until then i am molly hafner
1: and i am jared brown thanks again for listening thanks for listening to monco on the move students at montgomery county community college working in the sound recording and music technology program record edit and produce this podcast Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.